Hello everybody, my name is Safi and welcome to Overcoming the Diet Mindset Podcast. I am seven years post-op and a training psychotherapist. On this podcast, my aim is to vanish crappy, fad dieting and unhelpful thinking, to reclaim our mindset with a little rewiring so we can stop yo-yo dieting and get off the roller coaster for once and for all. Well, hello, everybody. I can't believe it's almost the end of March. Where is time going? I haven't managed to do a podcast because um, my laptop broke, my microphone broke. So everything that could go wrong did go wrong. However, I am now um, equipped with a brand new laptop and a new microphone, along with a lovely podcast editor. So I want to just have a chat and round up of my month. I did some exciting stuff at the beginning of the month that I would like to share with everybody and give you some of my views on on some subjects. Um, so on the 4th of March, it was World Obesity Day. And just before that, I had, I was invited to a workshop for a local authority who was commissioning their tier two weight management service. It was an amazing experience because I was able to give uh, my personal experience of somebody that's had weight loss surgery, somebody that had lived with obesity and um, hopefully impact the policy making or um, the decision of the services that are commissioned going forward for that local area i was one um i was one participant but there was another lady also and we originally got the invitation or you know put our hand out for it through obesity voices which is amazing they've got a facebook um, page and they do a lot of advocacy work for um, making sure that people who struggle with obesity, people who live with obesity, people who've had weight loss surgery, that their voice is heard and they are part of the uh, policies and we, you know, we are the heart of any, um, you know, any intervention and treatment that is, you know, that's commissioned. Uh, So my part was, it was, you know, it was intimidating. Um, I shared my story. I I think it was, I think they got a lot from it. I think it was well received. Um, I went into um, the fact that I was a child refugee and how um, not having enough food was what um, started me off on that journey. Uh, I discussed a lot about, um, you know, a lot of, very difficult um, subjects such as my mom, my mom's mental health, um, her struggles with um, obesity and the fact that she, because she didn't speak English, she was never offered any kind of weight management service or any kind of weight management intervention. Um, and I think there was a real, there's a, there's a missed opportunity for a lot of people especially people who have barriers whether it's they can't you know advocate for themselves because of disabilities or um, mental health or language barriers uh, and that's something that they were concentrating on and there's something that 
they are aware of that there are these added barriers for certain communities in accessing the right support at the right time. I did also, you know, share my experience of going to the GP, explaining to them um, my struggles, my emotional distress that my weight was causing and the fact that I, you know, by by all means, you know, no, I definitely have had disordered eating. I've had long periods where I have restricted, where I haven't ate. I have, um, you know, trigger warnings. I've gone on, um, I've gone on, you know, Anna websites for inspiration. So I've had some really dark stages through the last two decades of trying to lose weight before I came to weight loss surgery. So I really try to uh, convey that, let them see the people behind it, let them see the emotions of feeling like, you know, that you're a failure and that you're the one that's got the problem. Why can't you lose weight in how society, whether it's unconscious bias is very much there, weight stigma um, is very much there, especially in the medical field. And as somebody who has a sister for a GP, I am aware that they get very little um, training around that. And that's something that needs to be rectified very quickly, considering how many people have got weight issues in this country. Um, so I w- the other lady who um, also was sharing her experiences, it was, it was fascinating because we, on paper... We, you know, we've got the same problems. We've both had weight loss surgery, but our stories couldn't be different, even if, you know, even if we tried. So that And that just highlights the fact that actually there isn't going to be uh, one solution for all of us. If, it's, we're going to need a suite of um, of interventions for different people because our, you know, our, our, we're different now. We're biologically, culturally, um, our just our lived experiences are very different. So, so that was really nice. It was a, it was the great contrast um, of two people who have struggled with the same issue, but still have had very different experiences. And the lady had gone through the NHS and she had a lot more insight into going through um, tier two weight management and then going through tier three. So that was, um, that was interested. And I shared my journey with the fact that I went abroad and uh, from, you know, struggling as a child with childhood obesity and then getting into the cycle of um, your your dieting, diet clubs, restricting and and ultimately spending a decade or even a decade and a half possibly of just constantly feeling overwhelmed like a failure, the emotional impact that had on me um, and the fact that I already had a lot of trauma and childhood adversity and then add feeling like a failure because I couldn't lose the weight that diet industry was selling to me or the narrative that they were giving to me was the fact that I should lose weight. Why can't I lose weight? Everybody else loses weight. Everybody loses a stone in six weeks. So, and I guess one problem that I had was everybody was slim. 
And I'm not saying everybody needs to be overweight to understand, but everybody was very much slim. There was a lot of men. Um, I stood out a lot because everybody was it's very, you know, it, there's very little diversity in that part of the, um, uh, you know, it, I went up north and, and I think that's one thing they also struggle with is uh, uh, is um, engaging with smaller communities or minorities who require weight loss support, but they can't engage them. But that's another story for another day. What I want, what I got from the uh, from the presentation that they had put out was. I have a big problem with the six weeks policy. You know, they will give um, people six weeks um, of treatment, whether it's six weeks access to the gym, um, whatever it may be. I don't know. I'm, I think any intervention is better than none, but I don't think we're going far enough. I think it's always going to, and this may be controversial and, uh, well, it's my um you know, it's my podcast, so I can say whatever I like. But um, I think we need to stop with the bandage uh, solutions to things and look at long-term impact because if we really support people to make the right choices, receive the right support at the right time, then long-term, actually, everybody's better off. That's the taxpayer, that's the burden on the NHS, that's the, you know, the individual that's going through weight loss surgery. No, weight loss, well, the, the individual struggling with weight, actually. They, you know, they not, they are not going to have to feel like, you know, that it's just another thing that they failed at. Ultimately, that's going to impact on their mental health and they're just going to be in that cycle of just being re-traumatized every single time that they feel that they have failed again, they have fallen off the wagon. And six weeks, I at I do not think six weeks is enough time for behavioral change um, to be really, a new behavior to be really embedded. I definitely, you know, I'm not, I, I'm not a scientist or I'm not a neuros, you know, specialist in, in any of these things, but I do not think six weeks is enough time, especially if you're working with somebody who has struggled with with weight issues for a number of years. Then I think the intervention needs to reflect the fact that the, this is deep rooted. We're not gonna. It's not just a. It's not a quick fix. Won't solve it because if quick fix did, then we would have sorted it out ourselves. We would have, slimming well would have done the job. Um, you know, drinking some shapes, shakes, not shapes, shakes, would have done the job. Or throwing some shakes around the, you know, dance floor would have, you know, done the trick. So it's psychological ultimately, and that's what I believe and that's what I shared. And the other lady also talked about um, therapy being, something that she had received um, and or, which made a huge impact on her journey so far. She had regained, I don't want to go too much into her, you know, into her stuff, but she had regained and after receiving this therapy, she was in a happier place, losing weight 
and uh, yeah, so she couldn't. She she it was glowing reviews for for therapy. I also stated that therapy has been the one thing that's made me feel that it's okay. You know, it's not always going to be about the food. I've learned to be kinder to myself. I've learned to look at it as as a process rather than wanting everything everything to be better like I did before, especially coming from that culture of fix, you know, quick fixes. And I I, I hope that they they do, you know, they, they do listen to those feedback given by people who have walked the walk and understand the, the true impact and the true, uh, you know, nature of this disease, this whatever it may be, it's it's something that has to be taken more seriously. So, yep, so I did that and I really did enjoy it. We had a bit of... Um, we did a bit of speed. I don't know if you've ever been to speed dating, but you you go and sit on different tables, and you go and have a bit of. Uh, you know, we we talked about different things, and we brainstormed, and you know, they want to develop a gold standard service. So I take my hat off to them. They've got the you know they've got the right idea. They they really want to make that change, but I suspect the change I don't know will be short sighted. And as somebody who works in this industry, I know it's all about data and proving, you know, what works, what works short term. But I, I and I'm taking my hat off to them. And I think any small steps taken in the right direction is something to celebrate. So I celebrate them and I celebrate the other lady who is there who wanted to share her views. And I will continue to advocate every opportunity that I get so we feel less, um, you know, less overwhelmed, less overlooked, and we get the the support and then, you know, the, the treatment we all deserve. Okay, my monologue is over there, my um, rant um, for today. But another thing I want to discuss is um, the weight loss injection. So, I mean, this is my my opinion, only my opinion. I don't, I haven't tried it. I don't, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not a doctor. So this is just my opinion from what I've read, what I've seen. And um, it's fancy sharing it with you guys. Um, what I think is, number one, I'm all for any support that people who are struggling um, with their weight can get. And I really, I'm really excited for those people who possibly have regained after weight loss surgery, that there is another solution, that there is another treatment. And it's not almost like you've now used up your last chance, which I, before really going into this work and looking and researching and listening to different podcasts, I thought, you know, weight loss surgery was your last option. You could have a revision, but after that, there's nothing else anybody can do for you. And there's only so many revisions that one can have. There's only so many revisions that one should have because end of the day, you know, it's an operation. It's not 
we should is not something we should um it's I don't think it's good for anybody to always have that as the uh, operations and operations it's very risky you take your own life you know every time you're risking your life every time you go under the knife so I personally think from what I read on you know what I've seen is that there's not enough research being done that worries me a little bit that the impact the true impact is not understood so are we using fat people as a bit of guinea pigs that's that worries me a little bit um and then the fact that cost is very expensive and then the f- another factor that i don't like is that it's been really you know celebrities have used it and anything that's kind of um been sexed up by the kardashians or any of those groups of people um it's always uh uh yeah, not very healthy because if it gets into the wrong hands and then, you know, it can lead an individual down a very dark path. We know that there's been medication in the past that, you know, people have died from that have given people heart problems. So it's definitely something that should be taken with caution. That's be, It should be explored with a medical professional and... Yeah, get yourself as much information as possible, be informed and find all the information you could find online so you can make a really, really informed decision on what you're taking and what are the benefits, what are the risks and what's the long-term impact. If it's true that you just, you're, you you take, you know, you, you're on this medication for six, well, let's say three months and then it gives you horrible side effects and then as soon as you go off you gain the weight back that's no different to all the other fad diets that we go on and then you put the weight back on um so i don't know weigh it up you know go to your gp do what's right for you at every turn and that's what i always advocate so next week I'm going to um, ha- hopefully have a, some interviews, actually. I'm going to do some interviews. My personal therapist will be one that's, um, that I'm lining up. And she had worked for the NHS for a long time and did the pre and post, I think, assessments for the NHS. So she's... She's a she's an expert in this field. She knows a lot of information. She knows she's seen the ups and downs, and she's amazing. And then I'm gonna have um, a gentleman also that I met online, and he's he's re, you know he's got a he's been really active part plays an active part in um, you know bringing the community together. He runs a lot of meetups. And he's just, I I think one thing that's really important for us is way community and he's figured out how to get people together and it's, I love attending his lives and so that would be amazing. I'm going to do that. I just need to um, get some dates um, together and then after that, hopefully I'll have more book reviews if you've got any um any preferences a book that you would like to you would like me to review 
please do let me know um yep so until next week take care i appreciate you for being here with me i hope you got some value from this episode if so please give me a review it will make me super happy and support others from our community to find the podcast share it with your barry bestie connect with me on instagram at gastric mindset it'll be wonderful to hear from you